What's going on? What's up, guys? It is Friday. Yes. Happy, happy afternoon. Is that the first Yes, we can say afternoon. Happy <laughs> afternoon. Happy Friday. Oh, let's seriously talk about it. Podcast is here. We are here with our beautiful young ladies. We have Brittany. We have Danielle. We have Arkita. Can I just say that I think that it's weird that you said Danielle's? Because I was about to say, because I, I was so about to say Danielle Stewart, and I was like, yeah, too much. So, yeah. On, What's up, everybody? I'm your host, RB Silverman, and you, I am your girl, Crystal B. So let's get into it. Today sure. we are talking about our relationships. We have an all women panel today, and we're going to talk about supporting our men in our community. What do you guys got to say? How do you guys feeling about that? Are you hype? Are you thinking about the men that you support around here? Always. Mm-hmm. Brittany oh, looks yeah. scared. You okay, <laughs> B? I don't know what y'all about to ask. You don't know what we about to ask? Talking about supporting our men out here. Okay, so let's start with this. I got a good question for everybody because I just want to know where our they space ambushed is. Us. <laughs> yeah, because Danny, Damn. I must say, was hella. P- We're talking about, about what? <laughs> <laughs> She was looking for Nick um, from our previous Who upset show. me? Yes. Nick, I'm letting you know right now, if you're watching us, um, we came with some shooters today and they was ready to take you out. I just <laughs> give us a call, know. Nick. Okay, call us, call 313 us. Three one three. We need to uh, level the peace around here. Look, three one three two six six two eight one one. Call in me. Nick. Yes, Nick, because we got some people want to talk to you. Uh oh. All right. So starting from the first question of the day with our thought-provoking content, I want to go with what is a good man? Mm. Can somebody give me a couple of uh, ideas around here of what you think a good man is so then we can start digging into this thing? I'll say this. Okay. Starting out. To me, a good man is someone who leads, can lead a family, as well as show unconditional love. I can care less about what you buying me, all that money you spending. That's great, but... To me, that's what it starts out with. Leading, leading the leading family. Leading is such a such a general. It's a big. It's a big area for me because that's when it comes to the submissions of a woman and um, what she should and will will and will not be doing based off of what he provides, what he don't provide. Like, how does that go? I mean, for you, how it for, for me? Your, for your if household. you're leading the family, yeah. I'm all there. I'm I'm all there anyway, no matter what. I'm always going to be that woman that comes in fully because I start out with a relationship or dating someone exclusively. You have 100% trust. It's nice. up to you to diminish that. Chop it down. Chop, chop, chop. I'm with that. I'm with that. Brittany, how do you feel about what is a good man to you, baby? Our foundation has to be friendship. If I can't be your friend... We ain't gonna work. That's your best friend right there. That's why that's my chocolate thunder. She always comes with a real D. What you got? That's your name too. Idea. Oh, your voice is so much stronger than that. Come talk to me. That's why I said my idea. Yeah, yeah. Give me a good, a good, a good trait. Honorable, honorable. That's good. I like that. Yes, yes. Self-accountable. Yeah, I need you to have some sort of moral code, and I need you to have the self-accountability to hold yourself to that code. 
blame everything else for why you're doing what you're doing. Nice. Arkita, what's your perspective on that? A good man. Um, I think a good man is a man that I'm able to trust, and he's a man of his word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Talk is good, but we have to see put it, mm-hmm. see it put in action. Arkita, you're married? No, ma'am, I'm not. Have you ever been married before? No. Are you looking to be married? Um, I like to say that I'm preparing to be a wife. Oh, oh man, to yeah. that one. So, finger snaps. <laughs> yeah, love it. So, I I, so I've been um, our last two previous episodes. We have been talking to uh, quite a few men, getting their ideas and their outlooks on their life. Have and we? Th- yeah, <laughs> and their relationships <laughs> with their peers, uh, us, or us, us as women, right? Right. And um, I've come across a couple things that has been a little disturbing. So I am I brought some strong women here today to sit at this table and <laughs> can we help them? Is there a way that you guys, that you think that you can give some support to them Supporting. to make them feel more loved, to make them feel more appreciated? What can we do as women to kind of give that out to them? Bridging that gap. Yes. Because yes. they came with some strong stuff last week, for sure. So, speaking from our, and, and standing in our shoes, mm-hmm. um, you have a man that has cheated on you. You guys have been in a relationship for four years. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to sit down and understand how he got there? Or are you so traumatized by hurt that you just need him to go away? Are you willing to listen? Well, So, I would say absolutely. Because, number one, how can we be in a relationship and we can't have the difficult conversations? Mm-hmm. Let me know where I am lacking for you. Yes. Let me know that you need something and either I'm not providing or you deem that I cannot provide it. Okay. And I've also been, you also have to understand humans. Mm-hmm. To human is to air. We are imperfect beings and imperfect creatures. Preach, sister. So if I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life, to be 100% honest with you, I cannot say that I truly believe that it is 100% not fathomable that between now and forever that somebody is not going to be attracted to another, that someone may not slip up during that segment of time where we don't like each other, but we're still trying to figure it out. Yes. So sometimes it's not just about the act of cheating. Mm-hmm. It's about the reason of cheating. The re- I'm sorry, the reasons why. It's about how you did it and how disrespectful it was. And if this was a mistake or if this is a conscious, constant decision that you're making. Yeah, because I, after I've... My thing is somebody make a mistake, it's a mistake. Right. But when you do it again, it's not a pattern. And Correct. That, that's, that's the problem for me. I can forgive you for making a mistake. I can forgive you for veering another way. What I cannot forgive is the consistent doing of it. Correct. So now next year, it's somebody else. And granted, it might have been different how you did it. You still did it. So that's where I back up, and I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know how to support after that, I should say. Well, you remember right. last week how Nick said... You know, it's not about any reason. They just do it to do it. And how do you make a mistake and cheat? You're (laughs) you're aware of your actions. Right. So I guess I guess when it comes to our support, because we're not going to talk about just the bad. Right. Mm -hmm. Is for us to sit down, maybe. And I don't know. But maybe for us to sit down and, and truly ask our man, like, what was it? What did you like? 
Right. What are we missing? Like you said, if I'm not enough or if I am or if I'm lacking something, is that one thing to make you step out? What about you guys thinking when it comes to fatherhood and and our men today? I mean, I what do, about it? How do you feel? Is your is your how many children do you have, Brittany? And is their father in their lives? My daughter's father is not my son's. Are you Which guys? one is the oldest? My son. Mm-hmm. And how is that for you, being a black woman raising a black boy without a black father present? It's hurtful. It's difficult because he doesn't have that other outlet to go to he don't have access to it he never had the chance um so and nothing's wrong with his father so what about your daughter's father if i can ask this real quick uh is he in your son's life like is he actively in your son's life no okay so do you think even with the situation you stepping back and you seeing how you and your relationship with the father of your child for your son unfolded do you think that there was anything you could have done different to save or help the father stay no because i was 16 it's all the matter of me choosing the people i chose to have children with so it, it falls on me and that's good that you can admit that quality right there you were young very young. So is this where it goes to when they make statements and saying that we attract the men that we are based off who we are? Is that kind of the concept that you're coming from? Mm. No, I was horny and <laughs> <laughs> and he was older and yeah. So the, you decided to keep the child? I did. Um it was it was a like I don't want to go through an abortion. So this abortion thing is really a mental state with men with 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 a lot of women I see. Well, it was traumatizing because I had just had one, oh. and it's just like I lacked a lot of discipline. Um, I was very very hypersexual, so I was chasing that feeling. Yeah, right. And so. Um, and I, I talked to my mom about this, and I'm like, it's not your fault. You only operated in the knowledge you had. But I feel like had you educated me a little bit more on protecting myself and, you know, me not knowing what my body is going through, even though I'm not putting the responsibility on her, like, you fertile after you get pregnant again. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. No. It is what it I is. I love that about you. So yeah. how shortly after the abortion? A couple of months. Oh, yeah. It was back to back. And um, I don't take medicine. And so I went through the the whole termination unmedicated. Mm. I wasn't going through that again. Oh. So that was the determining factor of me keeping my pregnancy, which wasn't, it wasn't a sufficient one. But, I mean, you know. We're here. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I give you kudos for that. Number one, you can acknowledge your part and then move forward to take care of your kids. So that's cool. Arkita, do you have any children? Yes, I have twins. 
Okay, oh, that to the twins. So we have twin mommies at this table that I didn't know about. Same. And he has twins as all as well. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, is your father in their lives? Yes, he's um in their lives. We have joint custody. Nice. nice. Yep. So you that's know, that's something that a lot of people don't do with our black families. I see it a lot with white or Caucasian families, but I don't mm-hmm. see it a lot with our African Americans mm-hmm. where it's a custody battle. It's kinda like the child is with the mom. Mm-mm. And the dad kind of, you know, Mm-mm. father the best he can in that um, capacity. Yeah. yeah. No, I um I had to fight my battle because I've been with their father since I was a teenager. So, you know, when you with someone for that long, they put a lot of impact in your life. Yeah. So we started off good and then it, we had to go through the courts and end up just boiling down to joint custody. So, so in your situation... I want you guys to see this clip and I want you guys to help me understand or give me your insight of what you think. This is about relationships. Can you play this clip for me, please? We can get a proper definition of how to relate is we have to subordinate the way we feel and think to what God said. And the description of a man and his role is maintainer, protector, and provider. And the description of a woman is the comfort, the consoler, and the helpmeet of a man. And whenever two people are following those roles and striving to become the best at it, no, not not a relationship that's given 50-50. Relationships are not 50-50. They're 100-100. You got to be 100% of what you're supposed to be, and then she has to be 100% of what she's supposed to be. That's how you have the ideal functional relationship. But we have to lean not on our own understanding, but lean on what the Lord of the world said a male and female should be, interact properly with one another, and help each other become the best that we can. Love it. All right, guys, so can you please give me your insight? Let's start with Danny. How do you feel about that that, that clip right there, that message? Um, I agree. <laughs> that was simple. Okay. I agree. A thousand percent. Um, everything went haywire when women started behaving like men and men started behaving like women. It is an alarming number of y'all. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Get really get be it, get it, get it. <laughs> all right, but that's all I had to say. That's it, that's it, that's it. <laughs> I love it. I, I do. Okay. I, I it is an alarming you. number. It is. Of how many men want to be a bad bitch? It's crazy. Come on now. I agree with you. A thousand percent. flowers. Are you insane? Right. I'm not doing that. You better take this cigar and get the hell out of my face. Arby, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say about that? These, these is this is no. Seriously, I agree a thousand percent. People say, "Oh, it's fifty-fifty." No, it's because you only give. It is because why are you giving half of yourself into a relationship that you claim you want to be in? And most of them, I can speak for myself. Until recently, mentally, I thought I was ready for something. Mm-mm. I, I realized it more recently this year that I really was ready now. Yeah. You know, before. like before I thought, yeah, my mind is there. I can do this. I can do that. Mm-mm. It's not. It's it's work. Like it's relationships a are a lot of work and you don't get to just go in it like I have this person who accepts every single part about me so I can give you every single part of me, even the oh, bad. Rip. I literally just watched a clip of a... Um, Amanda Seals talking about that. And it's like, I agree. Because while, yes, I love you, and yes, we're here together to work at it, mm. but you acknowledging your flaws is perfectly fine. Now, what are you going to do about them? Exactly. 
you can't give me all of that negativity, that bad parts of you. And you being you, you're like, well, this is me. You have to accept it, but you have to treat me in a certain way. Right. So that's not fair because be it the man or the woman that does it, because someone always does Mm -hmm. feel like that the person's supposed to eat your shit, but you're not supposed to take theirs. Mm -hmm. And it's like if everybody just dealt with their shit, there would be no shit at the table. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Us as women, when we're sitting here and if we have the, if we decide to take control of not only ourselves and our situations, but dealing with our relationships, how do we present this to our relationship moving? Forward for growth and ele- um, evolution within ourselves and our relationship. Are you guys on? Are you following me? Oh yeah. I'll tell you one thing, and I know. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. Cause I'm talk like... to <laughs> go ahead, Arkita. No, I was actually I was trying to get a better understanding of what you were saying. Okay. Sorry. So let me see how I can put this. All right. So listening to that clip and understanding that this is 100 and 100, understanding where our place is and what their roles are, how do we introduce this into either our now relationships or our future relationships with our men? Does that make Understanding that, that where make? they're at in life and being able to add to? Or is that what you're saying? Yeah, like becoming this relationship. We have to... Us as adults, us as an individual, we have to take control over our lives, right? right. Which mm-hmm. means that we have to, <clears throat> we're going to attract the type of men that we want, regardless of what stage of life that we are, is going to be whatever stage of life men that we grasp. Mm-hmm. Are we there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving forward, how do we implement this message into our future with our men in our relationship? I get what you're saying. Um, and I think that kind of goes back to when Arkita said that she is prepping to be a wife. Yeah. Um, I think that it takes a lot of self-work and right. worth to do it. Yes, So yes. while I understand when men say, well, you got that guy because that's what you attracted, mm. I get what you mean in a different way because – you don't you still don't remove accountability from that man because still a shitty person did a shitty thing period so now it is so now you sweet pea have to work on your discernment and figure out why he was able to do that to you yeah so once you and then the thing is too uh it takes a lot of self-love and a lot of us don't Mm -hmm. have it Mm -hmm. and it's a very weird thing to say that i don't love myself Mm -hmm. the number one answer is when someone asks do you love yourself you automatically of course i do what do you mean because it sounds crazy but then it's like think of your behavior and the things that you allow do you really yeah because the way you're allowing this person man or woman to treat you would you what would you tell your person that you love so much if you you saw someone treating them that way you would be infuriated Mm -hmm. you would tell them why are you dealing with that you don't deserve that shit So why are you not saying that to yourself? So once you begin to take that real honest look at yourself and understand that part of yourself and acknowledge the things that you want and that you truly are worthy and deserving of it, you begin to walk and carry it. So you do begin to attract it. But while we're the messes that we are, we're attracting other messes. See, this is why she should have been on here with Nick. I think think all what she says, I'll make it very simple. I call it your single season. I think that a lot of people have a hard time being alone and actually understanding that you're able to, you know, um, 
get more of your self-care in, understand who you are, grow, evolve, actually do self-evaluation of yourself while you are single. That's that's the reason of that single. Correct. Yes. yes. She's nice. right. And I then, have a caller, you guys. You know. Yeah, I absolutely oh. love that, Arkita. And we have a caller mm-hmm. on the line. Which, what's going on, Carla? Let's, let's hear from you. I think we lost them. We lost them. Call back. Hit us back. 313-266-82811. Thank you. So, Arkita, you called it the single season? I call it single season. I love yeah. that. And this is when it's literally single, huh? Because you have nothing. Girl summer, if you would. It's been a, yeah. well, see, no. <laughs> no, not. And that's the one on over here, okay? <laughs> that's part of the problem, too. Everybody think, oh, hot girl summer. Ain't nothing okay. going on over here. And even talking about single season, we have another clip here that is for self. It's, it, and it's from a man's perspective, but this is a question that he had and I absolutely loved where he was going with it. You let me know how you feel it. Let's roll it. Sisters, you have it in you by nature but somewhere along the line as you grow you have bad experiences that kill your desire as a consoler for a man. And it's a fact, brothers, When our girls fall in love the first time, that's their spirit to give, to console, to be whatever he wants her to be for that which will console his mind. But then when he does not know how to handle that genuine feeling, he destroys it by mistreating her and then the next person that comes along he got it hard brother and sometimes she will never go back to that original beauty of her true nature Uh. so powerful yeah Yeah. that's true And I'll say this. I want to say this about that clip. And I was, I've been married once. Mm. And I will say it was devastating when I got a divorce because I loved him. I was together. Like you said, you were young when you got pregnant. I was young when I first fell in love. I was in high school. So once you sever those ties and that situation is over and you're trying to figure out why, because I'll tell you at this, at now at this stage in my life, I know. No man, no one owes me an explanation of why they walk away. Nice. If you do give it to me, great. But I, I've learned how to walk away myself and not concern myself and try to heal. Like you say, the single season, mm-hmm. that's my healing season. Yeah. Yeah. I love Arkita's um, single season. Oh, yeah. Because Thanks. she's absolutely right. That's what it's supposed to be for Yes. Me. For you to single, figure it out. Single means, baby, it's you. What you, what yeah. you, you going to do? <laughs> you and you. <laughs> because I'll tell you, even it, there are time, there are situations or periods during that past relationship that you just got out of where you may think, oh, I did this, I did that, I was great. 
But there are things that you weren't doing that wasn't too great that they didn't like. Correct. So reflecting on yourself, and I do it. I re- even during the relationship, I reflect on what I may have said, what I may have done. Oh, you know, trying to correct that because as um, Honorable Lewis Farrakhan stated, you have to, he said, usually sometimes they are not able to, or I say women, we're not able to move past those hurts if it's the first time. We have to. We have to re or heal our spirit so that that right man when he comes along we don't miss it right yeah. i would say that about men and women though i know True. a lot of men they're really really good for the first time a woman get them mm-hmm. they be like never again and they go crazy <laughs> like women we are more prone though to try to jump back into the water but he's right like our spirit is never really the same until you Take your true single season and okay. fix it and mend it. Thanks, Arkady, for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like you said, no one owes you and no one owes you an explanation as to why they left. Mm-hmm. Uh, closure is an illusion. And true. And you have to get that to yourself. Closure is an illusion. Oh my God, you guys are dropping bombs. I say this. I don't say I that it's an it. illusion, <laughs> but um, trying to get that peace from that man will be that illusion. Closure is what you decide to give to yourself in that right. healing yeah, that's process. What, right. That's, that's what why I said you give it to yeah. yourself. I'm yeah. saying closure from another person that's is just oh, an excuse. For sure. For yeah. sure. Well, we try yeah. to have that, but we just want to just have that last conversation. Right. No, baby, you are trying to figure out how to plead your case to make that nigga change his mind. Right. <laughs> Call the spade a spade. And once you're honest with you, things will be much better put. It's much but it's much better on this side of the world. Oh, yeah. Well, you, sure. <laughs> well, you already know it is Dropping time for what really snatches my buffs we have d jones on here giving his thoughts and his thought-provoking um question of why we do this this thing that we do right so let's 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 hear him out let's hear what he has to say let's go for it no this is comedian d jones actor philanthropist and all-around handsome guy um what snatches my buffs, and even though I don't wear buffs, I think they're kind of ugly. These are Ray-Bans, by the way. Um, it's when you're dating a strong, independent black woman, but she don't know how to tone that down. She don't know how to let a man take the lead and be a man. She want to be controlling. You can't control this man just because you control everything else you got going on. Sometimes, play the back. We know you a strong, independent woman. You a businesswoman. You got your shit together. But you can also let a man be a man. So, ladies, let us lead. You can you, when you when you go outside, lead on. But in this house, let us be the leader. Cause you said okay. I want to hear. What do you have to say about that? One? That was adorable. Well, I mean, I like that because that's just what's going on. There's a lot of ind- independent women around here, you know, being bosses. Um, but I think that just goes back to, I mean, your single, your single season. So when you're independent, you're doing your thing, you um, end up becoming, like, aware and understanding that you are not a man. And so when you do connect with that man, it's easy for you to fall back and allow him to take position. But that boils down to the preparation, you know, so if you're if you're in the flow of 
being a boss, being independent, um, being manly, you know, masculine energy, energy. Um, and then you're just out here dating and dating and dating. And you're going to constantly, constantly flow in that. I get that. Except. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a little caveat. Because yeah. <laughs> he's like, let a man be a man. Let me take the lead. How are you requesting the lead, leader? Yeah. You just take it. Eat the if cake you into are, me. You feel me? If you are a man, that man who is that who is that truly, and not just saying it because you just want to be able to tell her what to do, then she will naturally, instinctively submit because she has no other choice. Yes. And it also in lies with trust. If you are displaying things that make me question things. Then no, I'm not I can't trust you. It. I'm not gonna be able to do it because you're not the one. No, I agree with you, <laughs> Danny. I do, but there are some women who just mm-hmm. don't know how to. Okay, let mm-hmm. me stay on this side. Even though the man is literally, he steps in and he's leading, he's doing everything. They still feel like I gotta be right here with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. There are those women too, and that's when it goes to what she said initially within that preparation. Mm-hmm. But all I'm saying is a lot of our conversations that we have, be it all men or all women, we are always pointing the finger mm-hmm. or we are always saying what the other side should do. And then there are some parts that she's saying, well, this is what I should do. So this is what we should both do. Exactly. And I think that that's how we bridge the gap by I not could. having separate conversations, but bring everybody to the table. And you put what you got, and I put what I got, and then we see what we can make sense of. The, Nick, are you on, are you watching this? You hearing? Oh. <laughs> and the fact, all right, some women are just not raised. Correct. You know, like it's just not what they're used to. They're not raised that way. They're you know. All Why their is life that? Is how we do. Why is that? That's what it is. It's in the black their house. parents mm-hmm. or parents or my or parents, single most. parent. Most black or things that have household. happened as a child. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. To piggyback off of what everybody said, I feel like in order to date, you should, you should, we should know who we are, what mm-hmm. we want, what we can tolerate, so on and so forth. Um, it's a lot of things that we don't heal from, whether it's from family members. Any encounter that was traumatic that you didn't heal from, it could come out later on in dating and you didn't even know that was a trigger. Right. Oh, yeah. Childhood mm-hmm. traumas. Yeah. Correct. So. That's what I'm saying. So let's break this. Let's go back and base it back to why do we not know? Why are women? Why are we so strong? What taught us that? We're not doing. The, well, some people are not aware and then we're not doing the work. What taught you? to be this way something got you this way so now you do have to do the work so for me, to unlearn it and fix it for me what taught me to be this way just speaking out of relationships so when we were when we were together we were together you know but when we went our separate ways i had to pay everything myself we have two mm-hmm. separate households you know what i mean two two jobs two separate jobs two um cars everything is just separate handling situations are you know we're not together anymore so that put me in a position to do everything by myself basically right so i guess you know break up trauma how you're raised trauma and then also just step in because when you're busy in the flows of life we don't pay attention to none of that stuff we just want to survive mm-hmm. but when you get that moment you step back and realize like i'm a woman i'm not a man right, right. and how do i get myself in a better situation so where i'm not doing too much like a man correct so like she was able to identify it came from her separating and then having to become that 
you know, with some of us, we were never, never married. do that. Never, we never do that. You know what I'm saying? With some of us, we were never married. Mm-hmm. It was never in that situation yeah. to had to be then put in that situation. Some of us was raised in that situation. Right. Yeah. And that's just all you've known. Yeah. We're the kids in your, in your story. Right. But so even, it's like, you got to fix that. Sorry. The, yeah. This is the, this is the thing too. Um, I think where the misunderstanding comes from, from a man and a woman's perspective, when they do separate, like Arkita's situation, Arkita typically being the mom takes the children. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So although she's with herself and she's learning independence for her and her family, and she's now having to add more hours in with now work because now these bills are, you mm-hmm. get to go to your home. And yeah, you get to pay the bills, but this was this was normal territory for you. But was it what was not normal territory for the men is the food, is 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 the the upkeep of the house, mm-hmm. is all of the things that she done, but we don't get that space because we still have these kids. So although we're still adapting, we're mm-hmm. adapting with something that doesn't go anywhere. This, I have to adapt to what's happening, and I also still have to carry on with what I was doing when we were together. So I just added more to my plate. Right. You kind of was able to take things off and deal with mm-hmm. it like you want to. Okay. And that's where the, the whole thing when we say single moms or single mothers, and men get so bothered with it because I pick my kids up on the weekend. I go buy some clothes. <laughs> it's like I'm not trying. Yeah, I'm not trying to take away and say you're not a father, right? But my percentage and your percentage is different, completely, and it equal. weighs Absolutely. on my mental. It weighs on my energy. It weighs on my day to day. And you're seeing it as you got this. You're the mom. You're a nurturer. You're this. You're that. These motherfucking kids is driving me crazy. <laughs> I need a moment. Take them. <laughs> right. Because now not only are you the mom, the chef, the maid, now you got to go to work. On top of, you have to now self-heal yeah. and figure it out from the trauma of me and you not working out for whatever reason that was. So not only am I, now I got to go to work. I also have to heal. Also have yeah. to continue to take care of these kids. Also have to cook every day. Also have to clean up behind them. And you get to go and lay in your house every day. Every day when you get off work and until Friday night, and then you drop them off Sunday afternoon. And understand, I'm taking on your job now and mine. Right. And on top of that, when I'm sending the kids with you, nine times I'm already sending them halfway packed and ready and already good to go. So they're almost in a in a unwrapping form you can unfold their weekend to their bags <laughs> they're all idle again i'm not trying to take away from a man's role right. i'm just saying meet me Ooh, what See about me. them being able to say oh i can't get them this weekend i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong my sisters the, have told me those stories I will, I will send my child I will send the kids with him during the week it might be my day but today I need a rest okay so it's like it's it's just the co-parenting thing is is a major role into yeah. separating we have another clip mm-hmm. here um, that I want to share with you guys this is a self-awareness it's a self-thought um, self-improvement I want you to, to let me know how you feel about it again and where we're going if we wish to make our children better one of the things we have to do is to teach them the knowledge 
of themselves. As a little boy, my blessed mother kept instilling in me the love and the pride of being black. She made me to know my history, to know my roots, so I grew up with a love for myself and secure within myself, never feeling inferior and certainly not feeling superior, but that chip on the shoulder that the young lady spoke about is my self-assurance, my confidence, my ability to speak the truth without fear. I don't bend, I don't bend when I don't have to. I don't scratch where I don't itch. I look white people in the eye and speak honestly and truthfully and candidly and unhypocritically to you. That's not a chip. That's just self-assurance that comes from self-knowledge. Teach your children that, and whether we are here or there, we'll be able to make a future for ourselves. And we'll be back in just a moment. So when I spoke to you guys before before and we, we were talking about like i said even what happens when a household separates sometimes it happens sometimes individuals just grow apart right mm -hmm. but the most important thing men and women is to stick with our children and to raise them properly and to find out this black man i want you to figure out who you are you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're having a journey just like I am. You might miss having us at home. You know what I mean? Right. You, it, it might be a mental burden on you because you're thinking about who could possibly be meeting your children. Yeah. Like, it's it's certain things that goes in, in their minds that don't go in ours because we're not thinking about none of this. Mm -hmm. right? But together, if we are able to just take care of one another, play everybody be in their proper positions, play do not even play your role be your role handle your role do what you're supposed to do right we win yeah separated or together we still win this is why even when Brittany made the comment i want to be with my man that's my friend that means if we don't make it romantically we still got a friendship and right. we can still maintain and manage everything we've built during our romantic relationship right and this is how i just think us as women could support our community our what we're, we're we're birthing out here better oh okay. yeah i'll say this like um of course i don't have any children i have a dog <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't have any kids i don't have children however i'll say this i'm very involved in my nieces and nephews lives nice. and i watch my sisters even my brother my brother is an amazing father my nephew is almost 10 months cutie legend i love you baby <laughs> I love all of them but no I'll say this like you have exceptionally great moms and then you have exceptionally great dads I'm not going to talk about the other stuff but Definitely. when you teach your children different things as well as they say it takes a village to raise a child mm -hmm. so like your family your friends all of those pouring in so that's why for me it's a good thing that I'm involved in the kids lives because I provide an additional stability I provide that support and mm -hmm. you know say supporting our men I'm supporting my sisters who have to play that role that like you guys were stating being that part in their kids lives as that father figure which is unfortunate but I also support my brother and that's the main thing right now I'm talking about I support him I tell him like if you need to get something off your chest call me 
-hmm. you know, don't, because I know sometimes the moms can be a certain way, but being that my brother takes his son, he watches him, he takes care of him, provides the necessities as well as other things. He's only not 10 months, so he don't want for anything, but... As far as that, I, that helps my brother to release the things that are stressing him out. Maybe he had a bad conversation with um, the mom or whatever, and he just needs to release so that he can. So it's a lot of things that we can do to support. But when it comes to, uh, what did he say? I done lost that thought. I wanted to say something else about what Louis Farrakhan said. <laughs> Excuse me. But that's just basically how I feel about that. You know, I get that. Brittany, what's going on with your thoughts? How did you feel about the video, baby? <laughs> you okay? You okay? Um, you know, I, I have. I so that's okay. It's, 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 it's come back easy. It's it's like you said. It can be easy. Um, if we take our feelings out of it. Um, when it comes to raising your child. And it comes to just letting them know who they are. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you and the father of your baby girl are doing a good job as coming together, although you're separated with building continuously, continually building what you, you guys have, have started to grow? As dysfunctional as our relationship is, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, okay. And you can tell by how my daughter is. Um, I don't speak ill about him because that's not my job yeah um mm -hmm. love it that's my perspective and that's not her perspective if she's not experiencing that it's nothing for me to say um i don't talk i don't talk bad about my son's father um it's nothing for me to say yeah that's hey, good that's a choice that. that he made maybe it's not the right time i did tell my son that don't feel no kind of way you know you still have to move on with your life yeah I love that. It's not just supporting our men. It's supporting our young princes, our young, young boys, because they need that support to realize, okay, it's not me, even though, because they probably feel some type of way. For sure. You know, why is my dad not around? Her dad is around, like, mm -hmm. or his dad is around. Why is my dad not around? So that's good. Do you have any brothers or uncles or, you know, cousins that come around to, you know, be in his life, give him that male figure? He used to, um, my mm. son. My situation is a little delicate, so I think uh, the the bridges have been burned. People mm. burned out <laughs> um, because of the lack of the presence of the, his father. A lot of it is coming out in anger, and it has mm. over the years. And he doesn't understand the the... He's a child, so he doesn't really understand the damage that he's causing by the things that he's doing. And also... You talking about his father? No, my son. Her son? Oh. And us being adults and just going through, going through, you know, it's easy for other people to throw in the towel. I don't have that choice. Right. I wouldn't do that anyway because I know how it feels to have a, a, a parental abandonment. So... I understand mm. exactly how he feels. I just started dealing with mine in my twenties. Wow! So I get it. I hope I hope he gets it before he gets <laughs> in his twenties, <20s>, right. though, <laughs> so he don't waste his youth. But wow, that's right. that's, that's a shame. And I'll say this: um, if there's anybody out there watching, 
we need some strong black men to step up. I don't care if he's your kid or not to be that figure for all these other young children that are out here, boys or girls, Mm -hmm. because they need that support. Sometimes they're frustrating in themselves and we don't realize it or we don't know how to turn that corner to help them out. So if y'all out there, take this, reach out to us, let us know, because we need some figures out there, male figures. Arkita, when it comes to you and your your relationship and you having to separate, but you having to build a foundation with the man that you've been with, Mm -hmm. do if you could talk to him right now and give him any type of support Mm -hmm. from your side of the fence, what would that be? What would that look like? Um, well, we recently just got through with some drama, but it, I mean, I think it's just because of the phases of life changes and things like that. You know, sometimes we go through things and take it out on one another. But at this point, I will literally tell him, like, I'm proud of how far you came. I'm glad that you're deciding to act mature again. Oh, God. (laughs) And keep it going. (laughs) I mean, we, we literally... Um, have have co-parenting going on like it's literally about the kids but we do have that moment when I have to have those talks with them because we're deciding to still raise our kids together even though we're not together and just to you know go back to what the guy was spoke on about you know just having our children with um, Mm self-knowledge as being separated and still raising kids communications is a really big factor uh, from constantly talking to your kids and making them aware of what's going on, teaching them the wrongs and the rights. And also I kind of steered my kids in a, the right direction, not really focusing so much on what mommy is doing because it's not how I want y'all to really handle life. I want y'all to do things a little bit more different and better mm-hmm. than me and your father. And then men most of the time are not much communicators. So I have to go and if I feel like I need to have this talk with him so he can make sure he's talking to our children or just doing things right by them to keep them knowledgeable, I have that conversation. Mm. So, and I mean, I think that's a big deal to have that conversation. Um, And most people wasn't raised, you know, having the conversations with parents because we were raised children are seen, not heard. Mm -hmm. So this day and age is different and it's helpful. And I hear it all the time. I'm like, that's good. You talk to your kids and you should have those conversations, et cetera, et cetera, especially with media taking over their brains. But yep, so communication with... um, I'll end it with that. So you're saying it's it's an ever revolving door dealing with the twins dad oh, to yeah. make sure that you you guys stay in a good, a good symmetry place. with the kids and everything. Yeah, and I think I mean it do depend on where you're at, you know, in someone's life. So with him, I've been knowing him since I was 15 years old. Um, so it's outside of just we're not together. We went through what we went through. You still have like that care. You know, because right. it's like a childhood friend. Um, and then we just by us deciding to raise our kids. Like, I mean, it's literally just business. Um, we have life goes on. Things happen. Events happen. Um, you know, crisis happen. We have to have that communication. We have to keep in touch to keep right. the ball rolling in the right direction. And I do want my children raised a certain way. And sometimes he be in left field and he, you know, I'm into the church, prayer, things like that. He be doing his thing. I have to, listen, I don't agree with how this is going. I don't want them there. I don't want them doing this or that. I want them involved in this. And he, uh, you know, he either, uh, you know, listen and be involved or sometimes he don't agree and I go handle things on my own, you know, so... 
Nice. Okay. I get that. I think that sometimes, especially with like the older generation, they look at children like pets and not people. Mm-hmm. Like really? the yes, because it's like, how do you not see how what you're doing has an impact oh, yeah. on this little person that's watching you? Mm-hmm. And how do you not, if you're in pain by what happened to you, how do you think that that little person right there is also not in pain? Yeah. But we look at them like, oh, right. they're kids. They're right. They don't understand. Kids are smarter than we are. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, of course, they understand that. They pick up on that quicker than we do. And then that is where innate traumas come from and scars come from. And right. then when they're not talked about, especially with the child, you don't know what to do. That's how I, a lot of us are out here now just now trying to figure it out yeah. in our late 20s, 30s, 40s. Yeah. Um, and I think, like especially when it comes from um, come to men and women and raising children, even in separate households, men, you're vital to a child, be it a boy, a little boy or a little girl. You're very, very vital. Oh, yes. Um, I have twins. I have a girl and a boy and their father decided, I guess, to just not be around. Um, So he's not around at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So again, Right. And we it's like, figures. you know, we do. And that's where it came from. You're like, it required, we need a village. Mm-hmm. We do. Because, you know, one of my worries is how am I going to raise my black son? I am not a man. Right. I do not pretend to be. I do not act as if I am one. I am a woman. I am a mom. Right. When people, people text me and wish me happy Father's Day. And I'm like, don't do that. I'm not nobody daddy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, you know what I mean? But I get, you know what I'm saying, where they're coming from. Right. But for me, that's not a mantle that I hold or I call myself a dad because I'm not. I'm just their mom. Um, but how do I raise my black son? And then it's to a degree, mm-hmm. how do I completely raise my black daughter? Because my son is getting that motherly love that nurturing that softness but he's not getting the more so discipline and the hardness of a man who can spot your little bullshit Mm -hmm. because i know that you are putting on the cute smiles and the cuddles for your mom and she's gonna fall for it right and my daughter is getting the the harder mom who i can spot your bullshit I can tell mm-hmm. that you're fake crying and you're trying to use your cuteness to get your way. But because I'm a woman and I know it, I can spot it and I call bullshit. But she's not getting the daddy's princess. The she's wrapped around someone's finger. Yes, her first love. You know and I'm glad I mean? you said that because that just brings a point. You talk about how things start. It starts in situations like, like that this. when you have a single mm-hmm. parent. So both children, whether it's a boy and a girl or a girl, mm-hmm. they see and they start to develop these characteristics about right. themselves because of what they see either the mom if it's a single mom or mm-hmm. the dad if it's a single dad yeah because boys and girls both need both, both. parents you why do you think both. it takes two to tango to have it children. absolutely does you so need I agree with that. that and it's like so even like in other moms and dads i know dads who went to court and got custody of their kids honey i do too. i know some single fathers out there too that be doing their thing <laughs> okay Yes. Okay. Yes. So boom, like, cause that's also that. That's why I made a post about something, and I said single parenting is hard. Mm-hmm. Not just being a single mom, being a single dad is hard as well. Cause I know yeah. some men who love their children so much, who wants nothing but to be with their children, and sometimes be with their children's mom. And for whatever reason, you know, it's not working, or she's being an ass, or whatever the case may be. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like. um in our cases, just as single parents, both single moms and dads, we have to be very cognitive of of the lack of the other parent, what they can do to the child, yeah. and do our best mm-hmm. to acknowledge that and do our best to do whatever we can 
to kind of offset that oh, so yes. that we don't create another generation of traumatized people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just, I can't like speak from that standpoint based off experience, but you know, knowledge is power. Um, just being a, involved in your child life the best way that you can, um, putting him or her in program, mentorship programs, getting a part of like community stuff that you can right. trust. So, you know, it takes a village to raise the child. Knowledge is power and just making sure that mind is being fed right and trying your best to discern on what's going on with them. So it's uh, something I would say to the single parents. I love you guys. And the, the, the thoughts and everything is awesome. We have to wrap this up. Oh, um, yes. I want everybody in three seconds just to give me, give our men a supporting statement, love, mm-hmm. shout out, whatever you want to call it. Um, and whatever you have to say, you want to start with Danny. I feel like you're, you're, you're set for this. <laughs> Let's start with Danny and we just go around Look, the table as seconds, we close Danny. this out. Three okay. sections. <laughs> we love you and we need you in every, in every, whatever way that means to you, you are needed. You are vital. Um, yeah. You're loved here, put. I wish I can think of cuz I was going to be petty and I was thinking about the, the the lady from the help when I was like you are you are important. <laughs> You're important. Right. Oh yeah. seriously note though, you guys are very very important to our lives and I'm speaking from a woman who was raised and had needed a father and needed an uncle and all in and the boyfriends and the first boyfriends and the father of my child. All of you guys is different levels of your necessities in our lives. So I want you to understand that we we we're not turning our backs on you. We're here. Don't estimate how much you are needed okay, out here. I'm going to let y'all go first. I'll guess. Um, I'll say you're needed, you're valuable, and make sure you are taking care of yourself and your responsibilities. <laughs> y'all the shit. I'm going to just say that. Y'all the shit. <laughs> y'all the shit. Everybody want to be you, but no. Nah. We love you despite our little maybe attitudes. We 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 love you. We need you. Damn Keep going. Obsessed with y'all. With y'all okay, just yeah. just live your truth. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, you are definitely needed, mm. and mm-hmm. black um, black men, white men, whatever Asian, whatever, all men. I do. I love you all, especially black. and <laughs> okay. <laughs> love. I'm I'm partial to the brothers. I am. But um, when it comes to men, I support you in every capacity. Yes, like you said, we do sometimes have our little attitudes. But when we're getting that unconditional love from you, that support, that leadership, we are there 100 percent. At least I am. So I support all of my brothers all the time okay and then we're gonna go into i'm not going to leave out our black women who stand strong with all of the weight well i mean i'm not here we go let me take that back we're supposed to be we supporting stand, our man right, right now we stand strong <laughs> we have to support our men by supporting ourselves first in order True. for that cup to be filled in order to to, to spill over into to them because we have to bring our hundred percent so in order to bring our hundred percent i want you ladies to remember who you are yes. and i want to walk away with this podcast today with the message for you to love them but love yourself let's go you guys have a good one yeah. What is your perception of yourself, woman?
well. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Mr. Frank. <laughs> My perception is that I'm a female. I'm, I'm gorgeous and I'm 36, 23 and 36. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> Is that who you are? Is that what you are? You've been reduced to measurements? Is that who you are? You see, your perception of yourself manifests in what comes from you. You're not a dignified woman. You're not a dignified man. You don't think dignity nor do you perform with dignity you perform as you perceive yourself you perceive yourself as nothing therefore you act like nothing therefore you marry somebody and you don't expect nothing so nothing from nothing leaves nothing somebody has got to come and give you a proper perception of the reality of who and what you are mm -hmm.